and welcome to Explain It To Me Like I'm a 10-Year-Old today. I'm very lucky to have Nancy Kupal with me, founder of Koopa Cafe, the best, at least in my opinion, cafe in the Bay Area with nine locations around Palo Alto, Stanford, Redwood City, and Los Altos. Nancy founded Koopa in 2004 with one location in downtown Palo Alto and grew it into a Bay Area favorite. I am so excited for our interview today. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Hi, Charlie. I'm really well. I'm I'm very excited to be with you. You're such an amazing young man. Thank I'm you. I'm very, very happy and, and honored that you chose me. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. So, you know, my first question for you today is, uh, what's what's your go-to drink on the Koopa menu? Uh, cappuccino every day. <laughs> I, I can't start my day without it. Okay. I, I, yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. So, so what, t- tell me a bit about the story of the first Koopa Cafe. Well, my flagship is on Ramona Street in downtown Palo Alto. And um, it was it was kind of a, a funny and very different story. I had left the Bay Area to after finishing my master's degree at um, UCLA and UC Berkeley. And, um, well, I did public health first, then, uh, sorry, public health for my master's, uh, psychology for my BA, ended up moving to Venezuela as an adventure, I spent a very long time, my adult life there, and then had three children who then went to Stanford, all three. Mm-hmm. And at that time, the political scene was changing, and I decided that I had better figure out a way to... Um, do something where I could pay their tuition. So I came back to Palo Alto and um, kind of followed my kids here and uh, opened Koopa Cafe. I had been working in the food business for about 12 years before in Venezuela, we were doing coffee roasting and fine dining and all kinds of things and decided that after walking around in downtown that um, I could probably open something similar to what I had been doing and who would have a good chance of success. And that's how it started. So what makes Koopa Cafe so appealing to customers? Well, first, I think it's the flavor of the coffee because we are our own roast. Uh, we have been doing this for a very long time, since the 90s. And we uh, believe in a dark roast and... Uh, just sort of um, unique flavor, like what you're going to drink here, you don't drink anywhere. It's not like Starbucks. It's not like the light roast, uh, trendy thing that you get in other places. Plus, I think something really, really important is the feeling when you're in Koopa that you were in that third place. You're home away from home. You're, you're, you're place to be outside the office. It's relaxed. It's comfortable. We've always given free Wi-Fi since day one. I have never charged for a password or anything like that. I figured I wanted people to feel really comfortable here and and enjoy being here. And I would never chase anybody out, out because they spend eight hours at my table. So I think it's that very special thing about feeling very comfortable. And the colors that I chose... Um, they're still here, the original colors, the yellow in the front room, the red in the back room, um, and then the decor, which uh, shows the coffee farms from uh, Venezuela and South America. 
and just it's the feeling that you know this is all about the experience which is kind of funny because we've been doing this uh for the last 19 years and it's kind of recently that people started talking about the experience well obviously Cooper does have an incredible experience uh and and everyone feels really great and comfortable there what makes right a cafe or a restaurant have a great atmosphere like Koopa's? Well, partially it's the kind of people who come here, which is super cool. We are blessed to have a lot of the techies, the local techies. Um, I don't know if you uh, watched by any chance 60 Minutes last month. We had an amazing um, uh, expert in AI, which as you know, right now is like the thing. Mm -hmm. uh, she she actually is a Stanford grad who's been coming to Koopa, loves Koopa and asked 60 Minutes and Leslie Stahl to film her here in Koopa on Ramona Street. And here is where she, um, she got filmed and drinking from the Koopa cup, which is really nice. And she talked about, you know, the ethical consequences of on checked uh, use of AI. So that's the kind of person who comes here, like all these amazing uh, computer geniuses, because for me, they're geniuses, and as well as um, people local from the community, um, all ages. I uh, When I first started, I had a lot of girls from Castaleja High School coming, saying that, wow, this feels like you're in Europe, and uh, it's that whole field. And now I'm I'm really excited to be able to offer outdoor dining without cars, which is also a feeling like you're in Europe, which is really human bound. I mean, it's about quality of life and offering something people want. And what I've, I've really seen about Koopa is it's so iconic, right? I heard there's even a software company named after Koopa that started there and it's been featured in the social network um, on, on Netflix. Moving. Yeah, in the movie. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So could you tell me about what makes Koopa so iconic? Again, it's the people who came here that made it famous like that. When Facebook was just starting, Mark Zuckerberg used to be hanging out here in downtown Palo Alto and he would come. Steve Jobs would hang out. Like everybody would come here, even lately, more <laughs> in the recent uh, past, we had Elizabeth Holmes from you know, <laughs> the Theranos. So they actually had in the dropout um, series, you know, that they did on her, they had also the Koopa Cup in two scenes. Uh, we've been featured in the Muppets. We've been featured in Larry Crown. Like, I think they like our cup. And talking about our cup, I designed that logo uh, back in Venezuela about 25 years ago. Well, I'd love to hear a bit about the business side. Like, what does it take to run a profitable cafe? Wow. It, it takes a really good team. Um, you've got to have people who like what they do on a daily basis. The, the baristas and the cashiers and the cooks and everybody. Because as you know, Koopa is, yes, principally about the coffee, but we do a lot of food. And I would say it's kind of like half-half between drinks and food. And so people come here um, to eat and drink. And so the front of the house and the back of the house, like front of the house is the classical terms for your cashiers and baristas. And the back of the house are your cooks. They need to be well integrated, like one team. 
And you've got to uh, have a, a vision of the future. So, you know, like right now with everything that happened after COVID, like we had to adapt to everything to go, or we put the QR codes for people to order without having to get in close contact. Now they're serving us to order from the outdoors without even having to come inside if you don't want to. So um, we give we give people a lot of options. We've developed our own app, so you can order ahead, make it convenient for you. You can get here; your your food's already ready. Um, and so it's kind of like staying on top of people's wants. And and all about COVID, I'd love to hear about like how Koopa got through the the COVID period. That was the hardest time of our lives, I have to tell you. It was really rough, but we pivoted right away. Um, We started doing groceries. Uh, I mean, it sounds weird, right? But do you remember then, like, if you wanted to order from Instacart to get, you know, like lettuce or milk or whatever, you had to wait sometimes up to four days. And when we saw that issue, um, what we did was we thought, look, look, we're buying all this stuff. It will keep our suppliers in business and it will keep our staff busy. So we don't have to let go of too many people. And so we started selling people the basics, you know, milk, lettuce, flour, you know, chicken, whatever, to help the community. We also did fundraising to donate meals to frontline healthcare workers at Stanford Hospital and PAMP. Um, we also did GoFundMe for our staff to help to give them extra because, you know, like everything was like the atom bomb went off from one day to the next. So it was, it was a rough time, but our only goal was just to stay in business. And that's what we did. And I know you you originally lived in Venezuela. You talked a bit about that. You you opened uh, you did some restaurant uh, and food work there. In what ways have those Venezuelan roots of Coupa influenced the customer's experience? Um, I think that I mean the concept that I have here about kind of coffee and food. I brought it from there because that's what I was doing there right before leaving. Uh, It's kind of unusual. It's not your typical. As you know, you go to Starbucks and there's a couple of snacks, but there's not really food. You can't have like uh, tacos or you can't have uh, a burger or something like that. And we do all that. Uh, Or you go to Phil's Coffee and it's just coffee and that's it. So Koopa has amazingly delicious coffee and it also has all this other stuff that's wonderful. Plus, I have to tell you, in on Ramona Street, we also carry the most delicious chocolate bonbons, mm. <laughs> which has been my pet project, and it's only in this location. Um, and it's it's you know it's so nice you can have like a little bonbon with your coffee and it tastes wonderful, nice snack, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. Koopa uh, is 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 uh, family run. So, could you tell me a bit about? what uh what it's like running a business with your family like what's the best part of that well i think the best part is that sharing this with my son and my daughter um you know that we all have the same goal and the same interest to make it a wonderful uh and prosperous business that continues over time so let's say in 20 years from now 
it's still like two kids that could be running this business. You see, it's not just, you know, me, myself and I, and then when I'm, you know, getting too old to do this, then I go sell it to someone. No, it'll go on for another generation and maybe the generation after that and after that, which is pretty cool. Are there, are there any challenges to that? Um, I mean, there's always challenges in, in uh, personal relations, right? Like right. sometimes you don't always agree on everything, but it also teaches you that you have to work things out. So that's important. Well, what's, what do you think is your favorite part about running Koopa? Um, I think, well, I really like what I do. Um, I think the best part is like, offering a quality product that I feel proud of and then seeing people who appreciate it. That for me is the biggest high. And as you know, we just won the tall tree award from the chamber of commerce, the city of Palo Alto, which is for the most outstanding business. And it, it was for me an amazing honor after 19 years uh, here in Palo Alto to receive this award and obviously it was also because I'm very involved with the community and everything but at the end of the day it's for the business and so that recognition was really heartwarming and Koopa's opened right nine around nine locations now like what's next is there a new location in the works is there a new 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 and something new there's always the opportunity that we'll look at you know i mean by now we pretty much know you know what you can invest what can work what what's not a good idea so uh we've grown organically as opportunities arise uh we just kind of take it so well what's what's uh what's what are the biggest things that you've learned from koopa ben um the biggest things I guess how to how to deal with a lot of people and a lot of things all at the same time. I guess how to multitask, you know, um, that's definitely something. And um, you know how to work with local city government and other associations. How to work with the community. Um, how to get involved with the community because. Um, that's kind of what it's about. We're part of a community, right? And uh, you've nine locations. Like, how do you on a daily basis balance everything that you have to do? I depend on my staff. Yeah. I can't be everywhere. It's impossible. Um, so we, we have to divvy up the areas. And I spend a lot of time on a computer. So, um, yeah. Well, what, what yeah. do you look for when you hire somebody? Um. I would say, first of all, somebody who likes this business, you got to like the food business and dealing with customers. This is hospitality, right? We're here to make people feel welcome. So people uh, who want to work here need to have that feel and also enjoy food and beverage and coffee and the coffee culture Can and are also willing to learn. So that they want to learn how to, for example, do latte art on a coffee. Yeah. Um, they're willing to go that extra mile rather than do the minimum. They do the maximum. Oh, completely. And do you have, I don't know, do you have a favorite memory from your like 18 plus years of running Koopa? 
Wow. <laughs> hmm. Oh my God. I, um, probably this sounds weird, but like just my grandkids loving my scones so much that it's like their dream when I bring them a scone <laughs> or, or to come here that they love coming here. And that makes me feel really happy. What's, what's your vision for Koopa in let's say 20 years? I'm uh, going to kind of defer to my kids for that vision. <laughs> it's hard to know right now. I mean, I'm not, I'm not at the point where, okay, I want to sell it off to some conglomerate or something. I know like Blue Bottle did that. They sold off to Nestle. Um, I can't answer that right now. It's a family business and uh, yeah that's like off in the future. So I would defer to my kids. Well, my final question for you today is what's your advice to a young entrepreneur with dreams of starting a business? Do something you love. Do it in a field that you love. Make sure that you want to get up every day to go to work and you want to create something and do something that you feel proud of. Ansi, thank you so, so much for being with me today. I really enjoyed uh, speaking with you and learning so much about Cuba. Thank you, Charlie. You're phenomenal. <laughs> thank you so much.